Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States. The formal introduction of President Trump as the East Room doors slide open and the President walks down the red carpet on his way to the podium to make remarks following his impeachment trial acquittal. I'm Aaron Katursky. You're listening to live coverage from ABC News. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Wow. We've all been through a lot together, and uh, we probably deserve that hand for all of us because uh, it's been a very unfair situation. Uh, I invited some of our very good friends, and we have limited room, but everybody wanted to come. We kept it down to a minimum, and believe it or not, this is a minimum. Uh, but a tremendous thing was done over the last number of months, but really, if you go back to it over the last number of years, we had the witch hunt. It started from the day we came down the elevator, myself and our future first lady who's with us right now. Thank you, Melania. And it never really stopped. Uh, we've been going through this now for over three years. Uh, it was evil. It was corrupt. It was dirty cops. Uh, it was leakers and liars. And this should never, ever happen to another president, ever. I don't know that other presidents would have been able to take it. Some people said no, they wouldn't have. But I can tell you, at a minimum, uh, you have to focus on this because it can get away very quickly. No matter who you have with you, it can get away very quickly. It was a disgrace. Uh, had I not fired James Comey, who was a disaster, by the way, uh, it's possible I wouldn't even be standing here right now. We caught him in the act. Dirty cops, bad people. If this happened to President Obama, a lot of people would have been in jail for a long time already, many, many years. Uh, I want to start by thanking some of, and I call them friends, because, you know, you develop friendships and relationships when you're in battle and war, much more so than, gee, let's have a normal situation. With all that we've gone through, we've done, I think, more than any president and administration, and really 
I say, for the most part, Republican congressmen, congresswomen, and Republican senators. We've done more than any administration in the first few years. You look at all of the things we've done. I watched uh, this morning as they tried to take credit for the stock market from from, think of that. Let me tell you, if we didn't win, the stock market would have crashed. And the market was going up a lot before the election because it was looking like we had a good chance to win. And then it went up tremendously from the time we won the election till the time we took office, uh, which was November 8th to January 20th. And that's our credit. That's all our credit. And leading up to that point was our credit because there was hope and one of the reasons the stock market's gone up so much in the last few days is people think we're doing so well. They liked the State of the Union speech. It really is. It's a true honor to give it. And making the State of the Union speech, I was with some people that have been around. They've been all over the world. And one of them said, highly sophisticated person, said, you know, no matter where you go in the world, it doesn't make any difference. There is nothing like what I witnessed tonight. The beauty, the majesty of the chamber, uh, the power of the United States, the power of the people in this room. Uh, really an amazing evening. I don't think there is anything like that anywhere in the world. You can go to any other country. You can go to any other location, any other place. It's the beauty of everything. It's what it represents and how it represents our country. I want to start by introducing some of the people that are here. I know some are going to be left out, but they work so hard. And this is really not a news conference. It's not a speech. It's not anything. It's just we're sort of uh, it's a celebration because we have something that just worked out. I mean, it worked out. We went through hell unfairly, did nothing wrong, did nothing wrong. I've done things wrong in my life, I will admit. Not purposely, but I've done things wrong. But this is what the end result is. President Trump is holding up a copy of the Morning Washington Post, the headline in big font, Trump acquitted. He smiles as he shows the room. The White House East Room erupts in applause. It's filled with the president's Republican allies. So, you can take that home, honey. Maybe we'll frame it. It's the only good headline I've ever had in the Washington Post. I tell you. But every paper is the same. Does anybody have those papers? Does anybody have them? Because they're really uh, like that, so I appreciate that. Uh, but some of the people here have been incredible warriors. They're warriors. And there's nothing from a legal standpoint. This is a political thing. And every time I'd say, this is unfair, let's go to court, they say, sir, you can't go to court. This is politics. And we were treated unbelievably unfairly. And you have to understand, uh, we first went through Russia, Russia, Russia. And they should have come back one day later. They didn't. They came back two years later, after 
lives were ruined, after people went bankrupt, after people lost all their money. People came to Washington to help other people. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I say. They came, one or two or three people in particular, but many people. We had a rough campaign. It was nasty. It was one of the nastiest, they say. They say Andrew Jackson was always the nastiest campaign. Uh, they actually said we topped it. It was a nasty, it was a nasty both in the primaries and in the, in the election. But you see, we thought after the election it would stop, but it didn't stop. It just started. And tremendous corruption. Tremendous corruption. So we had a campaign. Little did we know we were running against some very, very bad and evil people with fake dossiers, with all of these horrible, dirty cops that took these dossiers and did bad things. They knew all about it. The FISA courts should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, it's a very tough thing. And then we ended up winning on Russia, Russia, Russia. It should have taken the one day, as I said, and it took years. Then Bob Mueller testified. That didn't work out so well for the other side. <laughs> but they should have said that first week because it came out. Is that right, Jim Jordan? They knew in the first two days, actually. Devin, is that right? Two days. They knew that we were totally innocent. But they kept it going, Mark. They kept it going forever because they wanted to inflict political pain on somebody that had just won an election that to a lot of people was surprised. I mean, we had polls that said we were going to win. We had Los Angeles Times and a few, a few papers actually said it was we were going to win, but it was going to be close. And uh, we did win. It was one of the greatest wins of all time. And they said, okay, he won. And, you know, I wrote this down because that was where a thing called the insurance policy. To me, when I saw the insurance policy, and that was done long before the election, that was done when they thought that Hillary Clinton was going to win. And by the way, Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid for millions, millions of dollars, the fake dossier. And now Christopher Steele admits that it's a fake because he got sued by rich people. I should have sued him too, but when you're president, people don't like suing. I want to thank my legal team, by the way, not for that advice, but for, <laughs> for other advice. Pat, Jay, Pat, you guys stand up. Please. Great job. Right at the beginning, they said, sir, you have nothing to worry about. All of the facts are on your side. I said, you don't understand. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And that was really true. They made up facts. A corrupt politician named Adam Schiff made up my statement to the Ukrainian president. He brought it out of thin air, just made it up. They say he's a screenwriter, a failed screenwriter. He tried to go to, unfortunately, he went into politics after that. <laughs> Remember, he said the statement, 
which is a mob statement. Don't call me, I'll call you. I didn't say that. Fortunately, for all of us here today and for our country, we had transcripts. We had transcribers, professional transcribers. Then they said, oh, well, maybe the transcription is, is not correct. But Lieutenant Colonel Vindman and his twin brother, right? We had some people that, really amazing. But we did everything. We said, what's wrong with it? Well, they didn't add this word or that. It didn't matter. I said, add it. They're probably wrong, but add it. So now everyone agrees that they were perfectly accurate. When you read those transcripts, Tim Scott, I don't know if Tim's here, but he said, sir, he's the first one to call me. Sir, I read the transcript. You did nothing wrong. And Mitch, he stayed there right from the beginning. He never changed. And Mitch McConnell, I want to tell you, you did a fantastic job. Somebody said, you know, Mitch is quiet. And I said, he's not quiet. He's not quiet. He's the, he doesn't want people to know him. And they said, is Mitch smart? I said, well, let's put it this way. For many, many years, a lot of very smart, bad in many cases, sometimes good, but people have been trying to take his place and to the best of my knowledge, I've never even heard the subject come up because they've been wiped out so fast. This guy is great, and I appreciate it, Mitch. And he's also given us 191 now. 191 federal judges, two Supreme Court judges, right? We're up to 191. Great guy. Great guy. He's a tough guy to read. I'm good at reading people. Tough guy to read, I'd call him. My wife would say, how'd you do with Mitch? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's what makes him good, when you can read somebody. Fantastic job. And he understood right from there, this was crooked politics. This was crooked politics. How about all these people? They're running for office. They're saying the worst things about me, like eight senators on the Democrat side. Most of them got wiped out. You know, they got their 1% or less. Most of them got less. They decided to go home. Let's go back to California. Let's go back to wherever they came from. Let's go back to New York. How about that one? Our New York Senator, Gillibrand. Let's go back to New York after they get nothing. And then they take an oath that they will be fair, that they will be reasonable, you know, all of the different things that they had to sign. They're not fair, but here's the beauty. So we have four left. They're saying the most horrendous things about me. It's okay, it's politics. And then they're supposed to vote on me. They're trying to replace me, and then they're supposed to be voting. So I think it's, I mean, I think it's incredible. But so, Mitch, I want to thank you very much. Incredible. And you have some of your folks here. And they're incredible people, and they've been right from the beginning. And again, you're out of session, unfortunately. I didn't, you know, I only told these folks, let's do this today. We did a prayer breakfast this morning, 
And I thought that was really good. In fact, that was so good it might wipe this out. But by the end, by the time we finish, this will wipe that one out, those statements. <laughs> I, had, uh, I had Nancy Pelosi sitting four seats away, and I'm saying things that a lot of people wouldn't have said, but I meant every, <laughs> I meant every word of it. But we have uh, some of the folks that are going to be leaving right after this, and they work hard, and they did work hard. Uh, Bill Cassidy, Senator. Stand up, Bill. What a guy. Great man. When I need to know about health insurance and pre-existing conditions and individual mandates, I call Bill or I call Barrasso. We get those two guys, they know more than anybody. Uh, a man who just became a senator, he's a little bit like me. We have a couple of them. Very successful guy in business, and he said, what the hell? I'll run for the Senate from Indiana. And he ran, and I saw him on television destroying his opponent in a debate. I said, you know, this guy could win, and I got behind him. And Mike Braun, you have done some great job. Thank you very much. Tough. Tough. Thank you. A man who got James Comey to choke. And he was just talking in his regular voice. He's the roughest man. He's actually a, unbelievable, and I appreciate the letter you sent me today. I just got it. But he's got this voice that scares people. <laughs> you know, people from Iowa can be very tough. We're doing very well in Iowa. But I'll tell you, Chuck Grassley, he's looking to call me. Well, you tell me, what did you say? Now, he wasn't being rough. That was just the way he talked. And that was when Comey, I think that was when Comey announced that he was leaking, lying, and everything else, right? He choked because he never heard anybody talk like that. You know, you should have gone, if, I wish you got angry. You could have gotten the whole ball game. He would have said, I give up. Chuck Grassley is an incredible guy. And a man who, uh, you know, he was running against a tough, smart campaigner. We learned out how good she was, right? She was a great campaigner. In fact, by the end of the campaign, she was actually, I thought she was more for me than you were, Josh. I was worried. I saw her ads. She was saying the greatest things about me. And you know who I'm talking about? And I went to a great place, Missouri. And I said, who do you have to beat her? And they said, well, we have four people. I said, let me see them. I got to interview people. Can you imagine? I'm interviewing people for the United States Senate. This is what I do. Where have I gone? But I love it. I love it because we're getting great people. The first one I met was Josh Hawley. After about 10 minutes, I said to the people, don't show me anybody else. This is the guy. He was the attorney general, did a phenomenal job in the state, highly respected. And Claire McCaskill. So the theory was you couldn't beat her. Great campaigner. Remember the last campaign? She was going to be taken out. She was always going to be taken out, and she wins. And people say, how did that happen? Didn't happen with him. But she got so friendly toward me. In fact, one of the ads I still have, I'm putting it in the archives, is one of the best ads I've ever made. And she tried to convince people that we were best friends. But 
Josh ended up winning by five or six points. You were unbelievable. You were tough. And you are something. And one of the greatest supporters on the impeachment hoax was Josh Hawley. He was incensed, actually. I watched him. He was incensed at what they were doing and what they were saying. And those were the ones. You know, I had some that said, oh, I wish he didn't make the call. And that's okay. If they need that, it's, it's incorrect. It's totally incorrect. And then you have some that used religion as a crutch. They never used it before. An article written today, never heard him use it before. But today, you know, it's one of those things. But, you know, it's a failed presidential candidate, so things can happen when you fail so badly running for president. But Josh Hawley, I want to thank you. You were right from the beginning. Man, did I make a good choice. Thank you, Josh. Tremendous future. A man who is brilliant and who actually was deceived to an extent, comes from a great state, Utah, where my poll numbers have gone through the roof, and one of the senators' poll numbers, and not this one, went down big. You saw that? You saw that, Mike? But Mike Lee is a brilliant guy. He's difficult. <laughs> Whenever I sign bills, you know, we do sign a lot of legislation that's it's big and it's powerful, but it's sort of everybody has to approve it. And I see 99 to 1. 99 to 1. I say, don't tell me who's the one. Is it Mike? Yes. And he always has a good reason for it, too, by the way. But he is. He's incredible. And right at the beginning, he knew we were right, Mike. And I appreciate it very much. You're just fantastic. And say hello to the people of Utah and tell them, I'm sorry about Mitt Romney. I'm sorry. Okay? We can say that Mike Lee is by far the most popular senator from the state. But you've done a fantastic job, Mike, in many ways. In many ways. A young woman who I didn't know at all, but she's been so supportive, and I've had great support from other people in that state, and she's been so supportive, and she's been downright nasty and mean about the unfairness to the president. And Kelly Loeffler, I appreciate very much. Thank you. Great. She saw it very early on. And we have, uh, I don't know if we have other senators here, but we got a hell of a lot of congressmen. I'll go over them quickly, but they have, they have also been, uh, you know, it helped when we won 197 to nothing. That's got to be a first, Kevin, right? Is that like a first? The Republicans have this image. See, I say Democrats are lousy politicians because they have lousy policy. Open borders, sanctuary cities, they have horrible policy. Who the hell can win? Oh, the new policy is raise taxes. They want to raise taxes. You know, all my life I wasn't in politics, but I'd say, if you're a politician, you want to say, we're going to lower taxes. They want to raise taxes. So they have open borders, sanctuary cities, raise everybody's taxes. Get rid of everybody's health care, 180 million people in the United States, and they're really happy. And we're going to give you a health care that's going to cost more money than the country could make in 30 years if it really does well. That's one year. So I've always said they're lousy politicians, but they do two things. 
They're vicious and mean. Vicious. These people are vicious. Adam Schiff is a vicious, horrible person. Nancy Pelosi is a horrible person. And she wanted to impeach a long time ago when she said, I pray for the president. I pray for the president. She doesn't pray. She may pray, but she prays for the opposite. <laughs> but I doubt she prays at all. And these are vicious people. But they do two things. They stick together. Historically, I'm not talking now. They stick together like glue. That's how they impeached, because they had whatever the number is, 220 people. So if they don't lose anybody, they'll be able to impeach anybody. You could be George Washington. You could have just won the war, and they say, let's get him out of office. And they stuck together, and they're vicious as hell. And they'll probably come back for more, but maybe not, because the Republican Party's poll numbers, Mitch, have now gone up more than any time, I think, since 2004, 2005. And you know what happened then? But in normal times, decades, you would call it. That was a little unusual time. It was for a very short period. Uh, the Republicans party, Party's poll numbers and Donald Trump's poll numbers are the highest I've ever had there. So maybe they were. It's no way to get your poll numbers up. It's not worth it. Because from my family standpoint, it's been very unfair for my family. It's been very unfair to the country. Think of it. A phone call. A very good phone call. I know bad phone calls. This is a phone call where many people, I think Mike Pompeo was probably on the call. Where's Mike? Mike Pompeo was on the call. Uh, many people were on the call. I know that many people. They even have a print eye, bringing up an old favorite word of mine, the apprentice. They have a print eye. They have people on these calls. And I know there are many, when I speak to the head of a nation, and they have many people. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I mean, also, do you think they're just, in the case of Ukraine, he's a new president. He seems like a very nice person, by the way. His whole thing was corruption. He's going to stop corruption. We even have a treaty, 2001, 1999, 
It's a treaty, signed treaty, that we will work together to root out corruption in Ukraine. I probably have a legal obligation, Mr. Attorney, to report corruption. But they don't think it's corrupt when a son that made no money, that got thrown out of the military, that had no money at all, is working for $3 million up front, 83000 a month, and that's only Ukraine. Then goes to China, picks up $1.5 billion. Then goes to Romania, I hear, and many other countries. They think that's okay. Because if it is, is Ivanka in the audience? Is Ivanka? Boy, my kids could make a fortune. I think they could make a fortune. It's corrupt. But it's not even that. It's just general corruption. And the other thing is mentioned in the call, and something that I've told Mike Pence, our great vice president, I would tell him all the time. And I told him when he went on the trip, because he was over there. He never mentioned anything about this when you had your meeting. It's a terrible thing. But I told Mike, I said, Mike, we're giving them money. And, you know, you're always torn about that, because we have our country to build, we have our cities to build, and our roads to fix. But we're giving them money. Tell me, why isn't Germany paying money? Why isn't France? Why isn't United Kingdom paying money? Why aren't they paying money? Why are we paying the money? Is that a correct statement, Mike? I say, find out what the hell's going on. And I told that to all of my people, OMB. I said, I asked that question. How much is Germany paying? Why isn't Germany paying? Why is the United States always the sucker? Because we're a bunch of suckers. But that's turning around fast. But it makes it harder when stuff like this happens. Because you want to focus. And you want to focus perfectly. Think what we could have done if the same energy was put into infrastructure, prescription drug prices. Think of what we could have done. And I'm now talking both sides. Think of what we could have done if we had the same genius, because it's genius. I will say, it's genius on the other side. Maybe even more so. Because they took nothing and brought me to a final vote of impeachment. That's a very ugly word to me. It's a very dark word, very ugly. They took nothing. They took a phone call that was a totally appropriate call. I call it a perfect call, because it was. And they brought me to the final stages of impeachment. But now we have that gorgeous word. I never thought a word would sound so good. It's called total acquittal. Total acquittal. So, so I want to, uh, if I could real fast, just introduce a few of the people. I have to start with, uh, I have to start with Kevin. Man, did you do a job. Lucky you're there. Lucky you're there because it wouldn't have worked out. If you don't have the right people, I'll tell you, Kevin McCarthy has done an incredible job. And he loves his job, and he loves his country. Tell you what, Mitch and Kevin, they love what they do. Now, Mitch wouldn't even tell you he liked it. Say, Mitch, do you like it? Mm, I don't know. It's, he's the greatest poker player, right? Kevin will say, I love it, right? And I will say that uh, you're going to be Speaker of the House because of this impeachment hoax. 
I really believe it. I really believe it. And I'm going to work hard on it. I'm going to try and get out to those Trump, those Trump areas that we won by a lot. And, you know, in 18, we didn't win. We just won two seats in North Carolina, two wonderful seats in North Carolina that were not supposed to be won. But I went and I made speeches and we had rallies and we did a great job and we won. We took two seats. Nobody writes about that. If we lost them, it would have been the biggest story of the year. But uh, we're going to go. We're going to do a job and we're going to win a lot of seats. We're going to win a lot of seats. People are very angry that Nancy Pelosi and all of these guys, I mean, Nadler, I know him much of my life. He's fought me in New York for 25 years. I always beat him. And I had to beat him another time. And I'll probably have to beat him again. Because if they find that I happen to walk across the street and maybe go against the light or something, let's impeach him. So I'll probably have to do it again because these people have gone stone cold crazy. But I've beaten them all my life. And I'll beat them again if I have to. But what they're doing is very unfair. Very unfair. So Kevin McCarthy has been great. So a few names, right? And there'll be a few you forget. If you want, you can raise and I'll say, great, love to have you, wonderful. But we're going to do the best we can. And I have my cabinet, but my cabinet's different. I appoint them, okay? I didn't see all of them helping so much. You know, they were running their, their various bureaucracies, right? Now, my cabinet's great, and they're all here. But today is the day to celebrate these great warriors, right? These are great warriors. They really fought hard for us. And so I'll start Kelly Armstrong, North Dakota. Kelly, thank you. Great job. Great job. Jim Banks of Indiana. Jim, thank you. Great job. Andy Biggs. Where's Andy? Boy, oh boy, Andy. He got. There's a guy. He's tough. I hear we're doing well in Arizona, huh? It's going good, yeah? I think so. I think I saw a poll that was very good. For me, I think we have to make sure Martha's going to do. I think Martha's going to do good. But we have some states that are going to be uh, not easy. But Arizona's been great. And we're stopping illegal aliens from coming in. We're putting up walls. New Mexico, too, a state that's never been in play for Republicans, is totally in play. Right? Nevada's really looking good. We're, we're doing well. We're doing well. We're going to have a great... There's more spirit. I will say this. There's more spirit now for the Republican Party, by far, than the Democrats. You know, Mike Pence just got back from a place, a beautiful place, that Chuck Grassley knows well, Iowa. And he was talking about this fiasco, the Democrats. They can't count some simple votes, and yet they want to take over your health care system. Think of that. No, think of that. But. We also had an election out there, and we got 98% of the vote. We have two people running, you know, and I guess they consider them non-people, but they are running. I mean, one was a governor, one was a congressman. They're running. We've got 98% of the vote. And everybody from the media was saying, who are those crowds over there? You know, they expect it to be one of these competitive where everybody's running because they want to win, they want to win. And it was Trump, right, Mark Meadows? It was Trump. This was a Trump crowd. And a lot of, actually, a lot of my guys went there. They went to Iowa. 
And a lot of friends went there, and we had tremendous uh, — they say the spirit. The spirit for the Republican Party right now is stronger, I think, than it's ever been in the history of our country. I think it's stronger than it's ever been. And that includes honest Abe Lincoln. You know, a lot of people forget Abe Lincoln. I wish you were here. I'd give him one hell of an introduction. <laughs> but he was, uh, he was a Republican. Abe Lincoln, honest Abe. Bradley Byrne, Alabama. What a great place. Thank you, Bradley. A man who has been a, an unbelievable friend of mine and spokesman and somebody that that I really like. And I know, Kelly, you're going to end up liking him a lot. Something's going to happen that's going to be very good. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But Doug Collins, where is he? Where is Doug? You have been so great. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Really amazing job. A young man who is born with a great gene, because I know his father and how great a politician he was, but uh, he's from Florida, sometimes controversial, but actually he's not controversial. He's solid as a rock, and he's a friend of mine, Matt Gates. Matt, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Great job. All right, this guy. So he's the NCAA meeting a couple of years ago when he was in college, wrestling champion. NCAA, that's the big deal. That means in all of college, you're the champ. You're the best. His record was ridiculous. Nobody would, nobody could beat him. And I see it. You know, every time I see it, when I first got to know him, Jim Jordan, when I first got to know Jim, I said, uh, huh, he never wears a jacket. <laughs> what the hell's going on? He's obviously very proud of his body. And they say where he works out, you know, with the congressmen, senators, they work out. They say when Jim works out, even though he's not as young as he was, but they, he works out, the machine starts burning. Down. You know, it's just a different form of a workout than us. Right, Sonny? And there he is. Look at that guy. But one day I'm looking, and he looks tough. And I'm looking, and I'm looking at those ears. And I say, those ears have something going on there. I said, did you ever wrestle? Yeah, I did. But he doesn't talk. But I checked. This guy, was a world, this guy was a champion, top, top wrestler. And when I had the top, I had all of the teams. And by the way, uh, your Super Bowl champions are coming, I think, next week or soon, very soon. And they, every one of them want to be here. And the coach loves us. The coach is great, Andy Reid. And uh, every one of them want to be here. Uh, we have uh, — people love it. But we had all of the NCAA championship teams here. They had the golf, the basketball, the, they had every team here. And one of the teams was wrestling. The wrestling team was that Penn State. And Penn State won the title. They have a great team. And I walked up with Jim, and it's like I didn't exist. <laughs> Those wrestlers, they grabbed him. They loved Jim Jordan, and we love you too, because you are some warrior. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. A woman who uh, became a star. We have a couple of women that became stars, you two. And uh, 
I always liked the name of her, you know, I liked the name Lesko. I liked it. That's how I picked it. I liked the name. I saw that face. I saw that everything. They gave me cards. You had like seven opponents, right? And you have no idea how much the public appreciates how smart, how sharp you are. This I can't tell. I can't tell. They just said, you know, she's really good. She's really talented. And I said, let's go. We worked with her. She won her race. Tough race. It's no longer tough because what she does out there is, is incredible. Arizona loves her. But you were so incredible representing... Live from the White House. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. President Trump with his formal public statement about his acquittal in the Senate impeachment trial. You're listening to live coverage from ABC News. VB in the middle. WRKO. All right, so... That, that's the president. We, we can't do this forever. I don't, we have a three-hour show. It's now an hour and a half. And I, he's showing no signs of stopping. I, so my bot, we're up in Manchester today. Welcome, everybody, to VB in the Middle. And I get up here this morning, and my boss says, oh, the, the president's supposed to talk at noon. What do you want to do? I said, I'll probably care. He goes, well, how long do you think it's going to go? So I don't think he's get, taking questions. I think it's going to go about 10 minutes. Yep, joke's on me. He knew, too. He's like, I don't know. This might go a little while. It's been an hour, and he's just going. So we, we have commercials we have to run. We have the big boys are up here in Manchester. We got some stuff we got to talk about. We ran that as long as we possibly could. Suck up Dave's back in Boston. He's monitoring it. If he gets back to talking about Mitt Romney or Pelosi, obviously, we'll bring you the sound. But that was an hour of Trump, hour uninterrupted of Trump commenting on his impeachment acquittal quickly tom shattuck cosmo macero the big boys are here just we got to go to break almost immediately shattuck but your your initial reaction to that uh, he's not taking any bull bleep as we heard <laughs> trump <laughs> yeah. went there today and yeah. uh it, it's interesting so he starts off on track he's now pulled over and he's congratulating everybody who voted to acquit him so at some point he's got to continue. I assume with some kind of speech. I thought that he was going to be uh, that he was going to be uh, magnanimous today. Eh-eh. No, he is uh, settling all scores today. This is incredible. 
Well, he hadn't settled the Romney one, really. He said to Mike Lee, the other senator from Utah. A glancing blow. Yeah, he said, tell Utah I'm sorry about Mitt Romney, but he hasn't really locked in on him, and I don't think he's going to at this point. I don't know. Who would imagine the day after the completion of the impeachment trial would be essentially the political pinnacle of any presidency, and that's the way he's treating it. This is really akin to an election night Mm -hmm. victory speech. That's what this is. Throw into that the mess in Iowa, perfectly timed for him. Uh, it, it may, it, this may be his, fa- the fav- his favorite day during his presidency so far, just based on the way he's conducting himself and handling this. Again, I feel like it's election night, and this is a victory speech. Yeah. If, you, if anyone remembers, Trump obviously was doing it, but he held up the Washington Post, said acquittal, mm-hmm. and he, he did the Truman pose, like mm-hmm. Dewey defeats Truman. He made sure that every camera in there got a good shot of him holding up the Washington Post with acquittal, and then he turned to Melania and said, why don't you take this home, honey? Maybe we'll frame this one. I mean, it's, it, of course it's yeah, a victory all, lap. The, the, imag- the imagery is it's just... It's, it's all there. All right, so we got to take a break, obviously. When we come back, we're going to tell you some of what he said, more reaction to that. We'll talk a lot about Mitt Romney, obviously. Pelosi had some comments about Trump this morning. Trump had some comments about her today. We'll go over some of that as well. Want to take your calls, your reaction to everything the day after the acquittal and how Trump has uh, carried on about it. Uh, do we have any apprentice here that can get me some <laughs> of the copy? I he invented a word I, I, on top of everything else. We had to Google it, but <laughs> apprentice is not a word. Apprentice made plural is just put an S on it. It's not apprentice, but Trump made that up as well today. So we'll get into all that much more when we come back. It's VB live in Manchester today. You're in the middle on WRKO. Welcome back to VB in the Middle. We are live in Manchester, New Hampshire. Come on by, by the way, if you're up in the area. We're at the Doubletree Hotel. Uh, Trump, he's still talking. Just gave a big kiss to Ivanka. Now he's giving a kiss to Melania. And I think he's about to wrap up. Cosmo, you said to me at the beginning of this speech, do you think this will be longer than the State of the Union? We were joking. It, it turns out it is going to be. I think it's going to be longer than the Irishman at this it's, point. It's, it's unreal how much this is going. It just kept going. I mean, is it, what is it, like 75 minutes now? He's got Melania up on stage with him. We thought he might be bringing her up so that they could walk out. No together, way. He's no. only on the M's. Yeah, he's, he's got half of the alphabet. This is halftime right now. And then he's going to get back to the speech. He, and he's got people. Now people are making comments. People are standing yeah. up and talking. <laughs> In the what? East Wing. The guy's been kicked around for three years. They've been after him. So the guy wants to he's, give a speech. Oh, yeah. Fine. He's, I'm not sure this is doing him much. He's now. on top like, of it's the a little world wrong. right now. The guy is on top of the world right now. Sometimes the, brevity is the thing, though. Like, this needed to be a pointed 15, 20 minute. I'm going to give some zingers to some people just to let them know who's boss. I'm also going to thank a couple of people. The rest of you will mm-hmm. we'll do this individually. But let's get on with things. Instead, this has just been a total... I think he's finished now. Oh, so. my goodness. He actually is. He actually is. Now he's going to go out and find out about Tom Perez, who just tweeted out that they are going to call for a totally new canvas in Iowa. In other words, it's all a wash. We start again, essentially. Well, this is, yeah, this is the DNC chairman. Whether that Does he get to make the call, or does Iowa make the call? Like, who decides that? I don't know. I mean, I think my feeling is that they lost votes, and that's why we've it's come down to uh, – I mean, I, maybe it's even worse. Well, I they think, can't I, decide. Well, so you could, I, we'll get to Iowa a little bit later, but the quick 411 on that is 
Bernie has now just narrowly gone ahead mm -hmm. of Buttigieg in the popular vote. Now, again, apparently popular vote doesn't count to the Dem for the Dems in state elections. In national elections, popular vote is everything. The second that Bernie went ahead of Buttigieg in the popular vote, at 97% of the vote counted, Perez said, we need to re-canvas. Part of the issue would be, apparently, they're not going to have mail-in votes for some reason, even though it's within the state, but they're not going to have some of the mail-in votes for, for weeks. And clearly, they may be a difference because it's going to be that tight. Also, there may be some ballots that they're never sure of based on the fact that people said they had called the thing and nobody ever took their calls. And we don't know what happened with some of this stuff. No, in, in Massachusetts, I mean, this would obviously this would be at the secretary of state's desk. But this would now be a legislative issue because the legislature kind of codifies Election Day. Right. This is the end of caucuses, right? Uh, certainly that I, one. I don't, I mean, the certainly the Secretary of State of the Commonwealth in Massachusetts would be immediately addressing the flaws in the process here. To your question, I, I, I do think that ultimately it has to be the state, of, the state of Iowa that makes this decision under tremendous pressure to almost certainly lose this status that they have had for the last mm -hmm. 50 years or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's, 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 un, it's an unbelievable uh Turn of events. And they had serious technical problems. They say we're never going to use that app again. Um, it's it's a mess. But the timing, all the timing of Cruz to President Trump. Well, I just I, look. I in Trump referenced Iowa briefly in this soliloquy that he just did. Uh, said you know these guys can't even count votes, and yet they're going to take over your health care. Really, which pretty good line. Um, you know, you say pretty good line. About two dozen campaign commercials have come out of this week alone. The, like you say, about there's a competency issue in malfeasance, certainly in Iowa. You wonder about uh, corruption, and uh, and the, you, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to think that Bernie's getting messed with because they did last time. They tampered with him last time. We saw that in some of the WikiLeak um, leaks. So between that and the petulance we saw from Pelosi with ripping the paper, et cetera, which was absolutely ridiculous. You know, I understand that that fifty of uh, forty million people can think it's awesome and 40 million can think it's terrible there's five million in the middle there that decide the election and would they see that after trump is making the show about veterans and kids and etc cetera, etc cetera, and they see that petulance and democrats sitting on their hands and i understand republicans sit on their hands too it's, it's, it's back and forth but this was people acting out ceding their responsibilities like aoc not showing up and then it, it just this thing with Pelosi that we now see through viral video, she was practicing, you know, ripping the ripping the stuff. It's crazy. Real people who barely but who barely pay attention, they know that Pelosi invited the guy there to speak. I mean, we could assume that she thought that he would be partisan in his speech because he's a president, and then to have this thing where she rips up the speech afterwards in this defiant stand. It is. It looks so petty. This is a, such a terrible week. Beginning with the Des Moines Register poll, by the way, everything's a really even before it. It starts with Friday. If you want to do the weekend Democrats, so Friday, about four o'clock, they announce the DNC. So Perez is going to rip Iowa. How about you? Perez announces on Friday before the Super Bowl. Uh, switching the rules, Bloomberg's going to qualify for the next debate. So I know we hate billionaires, mm -hmm. but we like this billionaire. He's causing too much of a problem for us. So we're going to switch the rules. Mm -hmm. So that's there's number one. Every Democrat goes, you got to be kidding me. Even Warren was like, you joking? 
That's on Friday. Mm-hmm. Then over the weekend, we find out that the CNN Des Moines Register poll gets all screwed up, and it's the one that everybody goes to and, and relies on right before the caucus, and they're not going to release it because there was some sort of problem, which we now find out is that one person uh, taking one person's poll, that poll taker mispronounced Buttigieg's name. It's not that he didn't say it. He just right. mispronounced it. That one person is why they didn't release it, but whatever. So they don't do that. Then Iowa happens on Monday. Then on Tuesday, Pelosi rips up the State of the Union address. Now today, everyone's sending out the gifts of Pelosi ripping that up, saying this is what they're doing to the Iowa voters because Tom Perez says we got to re-canvas. It, whatever Trump does, mm-hmm. they're going to ensure that he looks better by comparison no matter what. Yeah, and the news has already been reporting in Iowa that turnout was weak. For Democrats. And that is not something they need 2018 numbers. They need passions to come out and not just in L.A. and New York. They need it to happen in other states. I mean, this is obviously we're dealing with President Trump. So he's he could, you know, blow this thing up in a moment, depending. But I have never seen so many missteps. You know, what? I don't don't want to call an audible, but maybe some point in the show we can find James Carville's uh, interview. He was just disgusted with Democrats. And this was a guy who was, who I used to consider, he used to be the, my arch nemesis in my mind, you know, big progressive and, uh, and uh, you know, said some off-putting stuff about women uh, during that uh, period. But, but he's saying, he's slapping Democrats around and saying, we need some sanity. You need some sanity here, people, and start talking about issues again. You won, you ran and won just two years ago on health care. And now you're running on, you know, uh, on Green New Deals and a pie-in-the-sky stuff? I mean, the Americans showed you what they want, and you completely abandoned it for Ukraine and all this other stuff. And Cosmo and I, I think, agree that the president was busted on the UK, Ukraine thing. But that does not mean that, these, that the opposition party should make it their one and only platform item crazy uh lightning is up here with us in fact lightning's been celebrity stalking already today but uh lightning do you got do you got was that handsome fellow by the way lightning go to go to our twitter feed it's on my feed as well but uh yeah take that mic lightning that might be easier for you you can hold it yeah well they just got to hit the right pot but nonetheless lightning lightning met one of her apparently news idols today. And if you go to the Twitter feed, VB the Wise, or to hers, producer Lightning, you will see the photos. David Muir Cosmo. Former uh, former uh, Channel 5 yes. uh, WCVB. Lightning yeah. tugs at me. Oh, my God, it's David Muir. I said, we'll get a picture. No, 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 no. So I just... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And he turns around, and she's under 30, and she's from New Hampshire, and she wants a picture. He drops his bag, says, come on over here. He takes a selfie with her phone, yep. with her, and she's just like, I don't care what happens for the rest of the year. Like, that's it. She's good. Oh, I got my mic now. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, no, I was losing my mind. I was very excited. That's what can happen up in New is Hampshire, he, is, right? Is, is he number one on the news hunk bucket list? He's my favorite news anchor, for sure. Just in general. I just And I, I think he went even higher on the list now. And I like ABC, you know, the Disney connection. First of all, I'm he touched really... your, not only did he touch your phone, but he took the selfie. You didn't. He took I, it with your phone. I think I might have blacked out, so I don't really remember <laughs> What happened? You I didn't just... say a word to him. I'm like, she's your biggest fan. She loves. I'm oh, waiting for Lightning to step in and say, I do. I watch. She just went. No, I'm <laughs> like, no, I really like your show. I watch your show. That was about as far as I went. And then thank you. We got to work on Lightning Celebrity no, Game. It's your problem. You're the one. You yelled across the hall, across the GBWGH set. And you're like, David, 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 this Shh. pathetic girl from New Hampshire wants <laughs> to say hi. He set you up to fail. Why? She, she got the shot. I you did. Were, no, I mean, she would never have had it otherwise. She has. Oh, I would not have said anything. VB knows I will not. I'm like, oh, no, no, he's working. I don't and you would have been like, copy on husband. I saw him and he'd be like, where's the picture? No, no, I didn't take it. But now you've got it. I know. I can't, and David Muir's laughing. I can't and, wait to say, I'm, I sent a picture I haven't heard from him yet because he's not always checking his phone. But I sent a picture to my dad. I'm so excited because my dad watches that every night he watches uh his program nightly news or the world news with david Muir. oh my gosh yeah i'm so excited well, i know <laughs> how he feels emily rooney came up to me and asked about the lowell sun asked if subscriptions were available online i said yes 10 bucks a month and she asked to uh get a picture with me emily rooney famed wgbh beat the press member I lightning has so few moments this. and you need to try and one up her in let's this very clarify moment by this there's no way you're on the same <laughs> level as david i'm just gonna put it out there right now would you say Static. that we couldn't switch clothes seamlessly you and what? david yeah i think yeah you know, oh yeah, yeah very yeah. similar size oh yeah maybe i'll absolutely. ask you. yeah go go try that right. one out when we come back <laughs> First of all, Lightning, uh, the reason why I was going to you in the first place, text line, did we make the right call or not dumping out of Trump there? Like They were not, well, they were happy to hear you. They wanted more of you, less of Trump for once. It, it, this is one of those things. Mm -hmm. Like, look, it's not every day the president gets acquitted on right. impeachment, right? And so he's going to speak. You got to carry it. But no one, no one thought it was going to go that long. So then it, no. that, uh, we've all been to those dinners where yeah. like, look, I've eaten already. I don't want another course. I'm done. And there's no more conversation we're going to have. Is it when do we get to leave here and not be rude? That was basically what happened. Right. Well, he, also, he went for 20 well, it minutes. It seemed to be the kind of out. moment where a president would want to come out and say what's appropriate and get out of the situation. He he relished it. He was feeding on it. You know, he, 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 
I've never seen someone love such a moment that mm -hmm. should be a moment you want to get out of. Oh, no. Yeah. No, he was not. He wanted. He kept trying. To, he was searching at the end for what else can I. Who else can I talk to? What else can I say? The only thing out, missing was. in the back. And he established in the first 10 minutes that he was working blue, too. So, you know, you couldn't necessarily leave it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you were in that room until yeah. he decided. But no press, so no questions. And that was, when's that coming? That is a good thing. Because well, I, I mean, three, not for us, because we wanted the Romney I, stuff. I think and we didn't get it. Well, three, th five, three or four of the first ten words out of his mouth were bad cops, liars, and leakers. I mean, he yeah. came right mm -hmm. up. You know? Can you imagine uh, Jim Acosta was up in, in his face today? <laughs> oh, he would be, he'd, we he'd, would hear. He'd, he'd be eaten It would have all been about Romney. And so the press would have been talking about how heroic no, Romney I was. Think and then Trump would have been written. I think Trump would have put the, turned the turret to the press and said, and by the way, we would have gotten our first MF probably uh, from this president. I feel like we were denied something we all wanted, which was Trump gloating over the press mm -hmm. while the press was there. But that'll come sooner. That may be Monday here in New Hampshire, right? He right down the street from where we oh, are. Oh, there is no doubt. His audience is going to demand it when he comes here. And you know what this is? This is the compromise, right, that he made with his inner circle. He said, okay, I'm going to give you an hour and 30 minutes of the State of the Union. I'm going to contain myself. I'm going to watch them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch them sit on their hands and some of them leave. I'm going to give this speech and be uplifting. But you better give me an hour and a half uh, Thursday to raise hell. And he did. 617-266-6860. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to get into Mitt a little bit. I haven't talked to either of you two about your thoughts on what Mitt Romney pulled yesterday. Uh, and uh, as, we're, as we're in the break, fellas, what I want you two to think about, Cosmo and Shattuck, why? Why did Mitt Romney do what he did yesterday? We'll answer that question to the best of our abilities when we come back right here on WRKO. Manchester, New Hampshire, we're at the Doubletree Hotel, uh, right on the Strip. You know, it's Manch Vegas. We're right on the Strip, Chaddock. I love Manchester, man. There's some great bars and restaurants around here. I like all the old mills. Love it up here. I, this Lightning is unfamiliar with Manchester. I'm like, this stretch here, man. Yeah. yeah. You just walk this whole street. It's restaurants mm -hmm. and bars and just little kitschy food places. She was adamant about going to some Hungarian bakery so earlier. I've been there before, and that's because it's right next to that cat alley with all the paintings. Yeah. It's like the one place in Manchester I remember. The and then right past <laughs> it, someplace advertising lamb tips. Like, you mm -hmm. never see that on a billboard, but lamb tips. Okay, sure. And you that's what you get up here. It's its eclectic. It's fun. It's good. I like it. It is a great time. The weather's really, terrible. But it really is. And, and for the, obviously, these times, it's, um, it's very exciting. The only thing is, is that in the past, there are always... More exciting candidates. Uh, the top tier more exciting candidate is always Vermin Supreme. But there are mainstream or fringe candidates like uh, the Ron Paul people were always very active and loud. And uh, who's that? Kucinich. You know, his followers were, were crazy and loud. And I don't know that there's a candidate like that right now who's got that kind of following. The Yang people are very well behaved. They're certainly passionate and they're very well, but they're very well behaved. Yeah. Um, and they and they have a digital um, existence. Well, the party's searching for an identity, and no one's in there. Like, no one knows what lane they're supposed to be in yet, and nobody's the real rebel rouser. I mean, Bernie sort of is that, but Bernie's always been an outlier anyway uh, for, from the party. And so no one quite knows. And, they, and they're still clinging to this when they go low, we go high, even though they're ripping up speeches and they're re-canvassing in Iowa allegedly now. And they're not sure what the hell they are. 
And so that's why everybody they're acting like it's still the first round of a prize fight and mm -hmm. we're just kind of feeling out everybody, but it's like, it's happening. It's going on. Like at some point you need to, is the high road, a, a, a path to, to it's a path to failure now. No, I, I absolutely. absolutely agree. I, they gotta, they gotta keep going low. It's as, as you know, as, you don't even Shocking go long. as that moment was with Pelosi tearing up the, you know, that's where the game is. This mm -hmm. is down in the mud, and it's the only way you're going to have success. There is no high road to be followed here. All right, so let's get into the mud then, and let's let's focus a little bit our discussion here. I'd love to hear from you, 617-266-6868. We did this yesterday a little bit when it was fresh, but we've added data to sort of germinate on it. So Tom Shattuck, uh, editor of the Lowell Sun, Fitchburg Sentinel, let me start with you. Mm -hmm. Why did Mitt Romney do what Mitt Romney did yesterday? Oh, man. I think it's a mixture of uh, his... I think he does have convictions. I think he probably felt a little bit dirty about that uh, steakhouse, uh, you know... Frog leg the dinner. Ring. Frog leg dinner. Exactly. The menu didn't help. Um, and I think he's also he's also an opportunist. He knows that this, is, this sets him apart. This this puts him. He's a in a party of one, really. Um, that's that's the wrong answer. Let's well, see if I, you get it right, Cosmo. Why did Romney do what he did? You know, I heard Rick Santorum this morning, and and I sort of agree with what he said. And he said, I, I think Mitt Romney has been looking for a long time for his moment in history, and he saw that this is it, and he stepped off the conveyor belt or stepped off the escalator. My metaphors are crappy, but I think that's it because you know what? I don't think that there is another strategy for him in terms of coexisting in the current environment the way he wants to. I don't think there's any real role for him in the Senate beyond playing out his term. So this is it. And you know what? It's not a bad moment in history. That's why I think he did it. So you're, part, you're much closer to than, than to Shattuck. You have control of the board, but you're only halfway there. The, uh, that's true. And he told you yesterday in his speech, look, I think history will judge. Whenever somebody does the history will judge what we are about to do here, that's always a mistake. You can't possibly know. It used to be you can't possibly know 50 years out. In 2020, you can't possibly know 50 minutes from now where people's heads are going to be. I mean, mm -hmm. I assume we're all going to be told by future generations that we belong in hell for eating meat, right? Like, there's going to be stuff that they judge us on in the future that we have no idea that it's coming. Sam Adams and John Adams and John Hancock weren't worried about transgender politics, right? But now they're being judged under the prism of that. So Romney can't possibly know how history's going to look back on this. And yet, he's trying to act like, this is how history will judge me if I do this. And that's just a, that's a fool's errand because you can't possibly know. Mm -hmm. That's number one. But I think you're right. I think he did do it partly for that reason. The other part is all of us know Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney is a lot of things. I, I actually like the guy. I, I knew him a little bit back in the day. But one thing Mitt Romney is, and one thing all politicians are, they can be petty and they can hold grudges. It, it, it's... None other than Romney's own traveling secretary for the 2020, uh, 2012 presidential race, which Romney lost, obviously. Rick Gorka said this morning in an interview, the reason why Romney did what he did yesterday is out of bitterness and jealousy. And the idea is that Romney ran for president and lost. Trump likes to point that out over and over again. And it, 
it will never sit right with Romney that Trump did what Romney couldn't do. And I absolutely believe that, knowing the guy a little bit. I think I think there is an underlying thing there is I can't believe that guy's the president when I couldn't make it happen for me. And that just irks him to no end. And so he's trying to cheapen it always. So is that why he did it in 2016 when he gave that speech that slammed Trump, a final appeal to the Republican voters? Uh, yeah, I think in large part, yeah. I think, look, I think Trump repulses Romney. I think Romney yes. thinks that he is Mr. Purity. He does everything the right way. There's no stink on him. And he looks at Trump and sees all the opposite. But I don't, that's always a fool's errand, too. I, I turn my back specifically on lightning, so I can't see you're giving me the break <laughs> signal. And both Shattuck and Cosmo are telling me you got a break. But I got yeah. them doing it now, see? And what, I, what do I always tell you, Lightning, about pretty much every one of these cats? They are all the scorpion in the scorpion and the frog scenario, which is why just sting me? It's because it's my nature. Romney already did this once and got burned by it. So why would he do it again? Because it's his nature. And he thinks that somehow the outcome's going to be different this time no, around no, no, than no, it was last no, time. I don't think so. I, I, you got to put the two pieces together. This is it. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do for the next four and a half years, but this is it. He's stepping off, right? He's, it, this, I'm out. I don't think he is he's, out. You know? I don't think he is. He's still going to be in the Senate. He's he's the still lone, gonna, by the way, they need him. Lone nut theory. They need him. You've got to be careful. <laughs> You'll notice Trump didn't rip him that much today. He really didn't. No. Maybe he will, he didn't, and but, I assume. He but, didn't want to use his name, actually. Well, you need him, though. Because I, what, after, what happens in November if the Senate's 51-49 or 50-50? Mm -hmm. I mean, you need him. And if it's 50-50 and you've pissed him off to that level, he goes, screw it. Then, you, then you're really in big trouble. So I've had an epiphany, by the way. When we get back from the break, I'll tell you what it is. I have the answer, so we can discard your rubbish. We can wipe it out. Like uh, You, you want to re-canvas? All right, yes. well, re-canvas. Why did Romney do what he did when we come back? If you want to weigh in, please do. 617-266-6868. It's VB with the big boys right here on WRKO. <laughs> Before the break, Tom Shattuck. I don't know why. This is like giving Trump an open mic. I'm, I don't know why I'm going to do this, but Shattuck claims he's going to give us now. After hearing you and I answer the question correctly, Cosmo, now Shattuck wants a redo. So because Iowa may re-canvas, Shattuck's going to get a chance to re-canvas. Why did Mitt Romney do what he did? As Donald Trump said about uh, the news events before him, I'm going to wipe this out. Which was very good insight, by the way. Part of the Trump speech we'll get back to. So here is why Mitt did this. Much like the season, the Red Sox season of 2003, they could not allow themselves to be defined by that year. They went out, they got shilling, they made some changes, and they were set for 2004, and they made the world right. Romney is defined as the loser that created Trump. The wimp, the spine, invertebrate. That could never be repeated again if we ever want to want to win. He was the template of the loser, and so he's trying to badly reconstruct his brand and reconstruct or insert himself in a better place in history. And this is how he's doing it. Well, how so? If history is going to judge him, how's he going to how's it going to judge him on that? This is what I don't get with him. He already did this in '16 with the famous "All we got was a cheap hat" speech. That was before Trump won. Okay, but it's still. He's done this before, and it has not served him well. This what is, was his wife? What was Ann saying? What was Tag saying? Were people saying, do this, Dad? Or were they saying, don't do this, Dad? Because there's no upside here. There's only he's, trouble. He's legacy ahead. building. 
He's legacy building. Didn't Cinema and Mansion well, give him on, an out? Hold too? on. Define not being treated well, not becoming president. Because, you know, guy's been governor of Massachusetts, U.S. senator from Utah, uh, successful businessman. What's His legacy is pretty good. Already, right now he's, but we know, he's, yeah, but now we he's know, stepping off. We know that he a bunch, knows. A bunch of people are a bunch of people have run and not become president. Yeah, his father was and, one of them. And right. That was a thing that was his legacy, exactly. and it's always stuck in Mitt's craw. Yes. That his father ran for president and failed, and so Mitt was going to be the guy that righted that wrong, and he failed, and now he's got the same legacy, except he's making it worse. Cosmo, you're the king of when you're in a hole, stop digging. I, I, Isn't that what Romney's doing? He just he no, I think he, I think he just stepped out. I think he just stepped out of the hole. That's he, he he made his point. He had his moment, and this is it. This is yeah, but, what Mitt Romney will be remembered for. Okay, this? but so is it good? This? He will I be think remembered that's, for that's it. what he's trying to do. So yeah, that's but, the effort. By 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 the I don't know yeah, fifty some odd percent of, mm -hmm. of of Americans and their and their legacies mm -hmm. that, that, that think the same way as Mitt I does think about that's President fair. Trump. That's I don't. I think sometimes when you're in a hole, you either you dig deeper, you step out, or you just pull the board over the. Not everybody it. can. That's just, what he did to himself not, yesterday. Not everybody can I, I, just look, walk I, away. Bibi, you're totally right when it comes to. The constituency that should matter to him, meaning his Senate colleagues, uh, uh, the Republican establishment as it, as it exists now nationwide. But you know what? He's part of a Republican establishment that preceded this, and there's not the, the, there's plenty of other Republicans like him who are like, when will this end? And the, and the answer is, it's not. Yeah, four more, four more years. Bill Crystal found this out. I know we got a break, but. Never Trumpers keep thinking at some point they're going to dance on Trump's grave. I, I, I don't every think, time they start dancing, they yeah, don't realize I, they look poor. I, I think I don't think that that's what he thinks he's doing. I think he's like, I'm making this stand and I'm out. And who knows what he does for the next four and a half years? He's not running for president, so I, I, I don't I don't know what he, the party won't what let him. He, can he, can't, possibly he, can't, run do a, he can't run as he's Republican obsessed. ever again. You're right. I agree. Ever, even no even, right. but even if before that. even if a completely different faction took over the party and was in sync with him, he can't. He just can't do it. So, all right, it, we got a break. When we come back, Mitch McConnell had a rather interesting thing to say about Mitt Romney yesterday, and then Trump had an interesting thing to say about Mitt, Mitch McConnell today. We'll let you hear that. We got to talk about Pelosi. She was ripping Trump today. We'll play you some of what she said, and we'll talk a little bit more about what Trump had to say today, including what was the word, Cosmo? Liar! <laughs> it was bulge. Liars! Oh yeah, bulls. that one. What's Baloney. That? What's the card game they play in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days? Your favorite movie? That's the word. Yeah. Six one seven two six six sixty eight sixty eight. You know what? This is the day to say it. The FCC oh, can't yeah. find anyone. The president. That's true, actually. You know? uh, let's get you caught up in the headlines, and we're coming back with what Mitch McConnell had to say about Mitt Romney yesterday, right here on our camp. Three of BB in the middle. We are live up in Manchester, New Hampshire. Got some folks stopping by. Lightning, you got your Joan. Go stand uh, next to Lightning for a second. I got, we got to talk to Joan. Joan stopped by. She grabbed some hats at our swag table. And uh, Joan, where are you from? Are you from Manchester? No, I'm from Raymond. She's from Raymond, New Hampshire. And when you came in, I said, did you watch Trump? And you said, I heard him on the radio. And I said to you, what did you think? And you said, I said it was great to hear him, but he did. Go on and on and on. <laughs> it was wow. a little Energizer Bunny, right? He just kept going and going. He kept and going, going and going, but it was great. What did great. you when when you heard he was doing this speech today? What did you want most to hear? 
I think I wanted most to hear how, you know, he's glad the impeachment saga is over and he and wants did to you move want on. to hear him he dance on, all was, over Romney's grave or did you want to hear him be generous with Romney? What did you or did you care? About no, I, I think he put some digs into Romney for sure. Did you think I thought he was going to do more? I thought it was going to be like Capone walking around the table in untouchables. <laughs> I thought he was surprisingly low key about the Romney thing. Did you feel that way? Um, absolutely. But I think Romney has a ulterior motive for what he's what he's doing, which he's is I think he wants to work this into his future. Ooh. You know, he's going to play both sides. Interesting. He's playing both sides, so he's going to, you know, which works best for him because he's an opportunist, I think. This is part of the relaunch, you think? Of, uh... Shattuck, you can go. Joan, take Shattuck's seat because she's bringing Don't a lot I... more meat than you brought in two hours, Shattuck. Don't I agree. But did you watch the State of the Union? Um, Yeah, most of it. Did you see the parts where he introduced the families and the stuff of the gallery? Absolutely, or, yeah. What was your thought about that? It was great. I think I cried three or four times. Right. You know, absolutely, like everyone would. Yes. And to see, you know, Pelosi just pretending she's not even there. Right. My wife did the same thing. My wife was crying. I'm too strong an alpha to ever cry, of course. Of course. But it, I can see that. <laughs> thank you. But I, I was. It was so emotional and so touching, and I do think that that was just a, a brilliant, a brilliant thing that they did. And actually. It's the first State of the Union ever that I remember, John, and maybe you feel the same way, that, that I would watch some of that again. Would you, does, do you, would, does that jump out at you? Like, yeah, that, and if, I think now we can, we can watch it over again. I'm sure you could just keep viewing it because it's on every station. You can just replay it. It's everywhere. I could watch, I'm a sucker for that stuff where the troop comes home and surprises the person. And I, when I saw that, I thought, why didn't anybody else think of this? Well, John, what I want to know is when you watched it, our reaction to it was, ironically, with the State of the Union, whenever he talked about policy or things he wanted to do or things they could do, I was like, ugh. But it, whenever he went back to the box, that's when I was like, oh, cool, what's going to happen now? I was much more interested in the circus than the actual substance, because State of the Union substances are so bleh anyway, right? Right. In, in the past, it was everyone stands up and claps. And everyone, yeah. sits mm -hmm. down, everyone stands up and claps. Everyone sits down. But As a female, what did really you think of see. all the Dem women wearing white? Um, I think it just plays along with what they did last time, the State of the Union. They also did the same thing. So, you know, they're, all, the same. they're all pretending to be in their happy place, which wasn't there. Uh, as a New Hampshire voter, uh, are you going to pull a Democratic ballot on Tuesday? No. You're going to go just Trump? Yes. Are you going to see Trump Monday? I already have a ticket. There you go. Wear that RKO hat you just got there. Okay. <laughs> Joan, great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. So look to my left, Shattuck. We got a young man here. Is this Elliot? Yes. How old are you, Elliot? Eight years old. Eight years old? Did you know you were going to be on the radio when you came down here today? Nope. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about this New Hampshire primary so far, Elliot? I don't know. Have you met any of the candidates yet? No. Hey, Elliot. Last time I was here, they had a pig here who had a name. His name was Tazzy, and he may be coming by. Would you like to say hello to the pig if he comes by? Sure. Hey, where you go? <laughs> Elliot, can I, get a, can I get a fist bump? Nice. Elliot, if you had to vote today, who's the candidate you think you'd vote for? I do not know. Would it be maybe Yang, maybe Sanders? What about Elizabeth Warren? No. 
Ooh. That, so we got to defend. We got the vicious. That's the clear takeaway from Elliott today is that we're still looking at Yang. Sanders, maybe. I'll, I'll kick the tires on it, but Warren, we're out on. We don't so, want any part of that. Sign this kid up. He, yeah, he gave I, you that the sound. That gets a high five right here, he Elliot. Bring it sound, in. He, <laughs> he gave you the sound bite you wanted. I love know? that one. All right, Elliot, what's your dad's name over there? Is that your dad? What's, what's his name? DJ. BJ, you did a good job bringing him in here. I want you to take him over to that table right there. Elliot, I want you to get a hat. I want you to get a shirt. I want you to get a pen. Tell everybody what station you listen to when you're up here at New Hampshire Primary. And I'll give you a hint. Say it's WRKO. W-R-K-O. Nailed it! There it is, people! That's the promo, Shattuck. Elliot, great job, my friend. All right, go back. Keep BJ in line today, all right? That's going to be tough work. BJ, great to see you. Thanks for coming by. The, the kid knows. You know, you're never too young to sense fakery. You right. know, right. the kids just have an innate ability. I'm not sure Elliot's paying as close attention as some of us, but he knows on Warren. No, 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 we're not doing that. I knew it was coming. <laughs> there, there, is, there is something to say uh, about that, that it is human nature just to pick up on something. And she does not. And that's one of the things that I think that, that, that why people love Yang and why people love Buttigieg um, to a lesser degree is that, you know, that's the talent. The talent is being, being able to communicate with auth authenticity. And it's very tough to do. BJ, are you going to the Trump rally Monday? Absolutely. Is is he going? Is Elliot going? Everyone's going. Man, I, that, it's going to be crazy up here on Monday afternoon. It, it really, Cosmo, we were talking earlier, and you were saying I, I was thinking of coming up, but it's going to it's going to be a mob scene up here. It's going to be crazy. So I yeah. enjoy it. Get in line early. There is no and figure out where you're parking too, because it's going to be nuts. Now, Shattuck. Uh, Trump in the speech that Joan referenced that went on and on and on. Uh, uh, Lightning, get a good picture of Elliot going through the hats over there. I like that. Um, Elliot, you have my permission to take every single one of them. <laughs> Just and, one, Elliot. And We're not gonna, socialists here. Daddy's going to show you eBay. Oh, yes, oh, go right ahead. Bring sorry. it over, Shattuck. Elliot has a question. Go right so ahead. Elliot, yes. What are the walkie-talkies for? What are the walkie-talkies for? So when we have our full staff here, sometimes we'll send people downstairs to get one of the candidates, and they'll let us know, Andrew Yang's in the building. Do you want him? And somebody up here, namely John, will be on the other end of that. So we have communication at all times when some people are in and out. Lightning should have one with her, although she may be in the bathroom, so we would have had like a Frank Drebin situation there, Cosmo. That's why she doesn't have one. But that's why we have it, for communication situations. Elliot. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Can I tell you something? 
mostly they just have fun like you and your friends do with walkie-talkies. Don't don't believe anything they say. And if you ever see somebody doing this, Elliot here, like I sometimes will do, I'm just talking into the into my wrist. There's nothing really here. I just want to fool people into thinking that I'm somebody. Try you, BJ, when he's walking out. Come in, John. Just do that a couple of times. I watch people go, wow, what's that kid got? What's going on over there? <laughs> Have you seen the, the, a new tour, Toy Story? Toy Story 4? No. Have you seen any of them? Yes. Do you like Paw Patrol? No. Elliot's quickly grown tired of you and your <laughs> yeah. game, Shaq. And Elliot, again, what we said about Warren is now yeah. proven true. He senses with you, not friend, foe. He, he knows. He's had enough of you. He's uneasy with it. Like that, the... We've all had enough of We Elliot, all what's, understand. What's your, what's your favorite thing to do? Hmm. Do you like to go in the water? Uh, I like to be a doorman. Really? Do you like to be a doorman? A bellman? Really? Wow, I didn't even hear that phrase That's very often. That's pretty cool. That huh? guy next to you was a bellman for years yes, in Boston. He was. Yes, yes. Don't learn from him, though. Aspire higher. The hotel industry. There's a big future coming your way, my friend. So you, who knows what the future holds? But good things are coming I've your way. I've never Elliot, met a bellman who was not a millionaire. $25 at a time. The, 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 you've got a great future ahead of you. You're right. My, right go get a hat, Elliot, for goodness sake. Get yourself a shirt and some pens. Too. Oh, you got the hat right there. Good man. So uh, we got to take a break, Shattuck and Cosmo. When we come back, we, we teased it earlier, but we had to hear from Elliot. Uh, Mitch McConnell offering up some thoughts on Mitt Romney. And you got to hear this, the, what Mitch said in the context of what Trump said about Mitch McConnell today. We'll do all of that and much more when we come back. It's VB with the big boys live in Manchester today here on WRKO. VB in the middle on AM680 WRKO. We are up in Manchester, New Hampshire today at the Doubletree Hotel starting our coverage of the uh, New Hampshire primary coming up on Tuesday Man, this Iowa stuff is just getting more and more out of control. So Bernie is apparently the winner, but now Buttigieg. Buttigieg is the one calling for a re-canvas, apparently. He called, or somebody from their campaign called the Iowa Democratic Party this morning, and they are, they're claiming there are irregularities with how the delegates were selected in some of the satellite areas. Remember, what was the first irregularity we saw, Shattuck? They did a coin flip, and the guy flipped it in his palm, and then he put his thumb in, and you could see him moving the coin around. Right. And then he held it out and said, oh, it's heads, Buttigieg gets the delegate. Buttigieg right. is now claiming there are irregularities. Gee, you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were but- the guy that bought into and gave money to the company that got the app well- rights. You're calling irregularities on people. It's unbelievable. And he only called for him after Sanders went ahead this morning. Well, like Cosmo said, it's about playing dirty, and that's good, effective playing dirty. We, you lock Iowa down no matter what. If uh, Bernie doesn't raise holy hell at that debate tomorrow on the Democratic he's Party, not I will lose. To. I have no respect for him anyway, but I will lose even what little I might have had for him. Uh, he's got to go. They did it to us four years ago, and they're trying again, but you guys aren't going to stand for it. And if he doesn't do that, man, it's hard to have anything, any feeling for him. Enough on them for now. So let's talk about Mitch McConnell for a second, cocaine Mitch. Trump gave his, as Joan has forever said, his it kept going and going and going speech today. In that speech, Trump talked about Mitch McConnell a little bit. And what was his praise of Mitch McConnell? Plays it close to the vest. I remember I... There was one of these guys, he said, he pointed to him and said, I uh, really like that guy. I called Mitch and said, what do you think? And Mitch said, no, I don't know. 
<laughs> and he said, and that's how he is. No matter how good or bad something looks, you you ask Mitch, and you never know what he's thinking. He goes, I like that about him. He literally said, Trump said, because once you can read a guy, he didn't finish the statement, but the idea is once you can read a guy, you know how to work him. But he's like, I can never read Mitch. Understand that as the backdrop to last night, McConnell is asked about Mitt Romney. And if you can't hear the question clearly here, the reporter says to him, how long will Mitt Romney be in the doghouse? Now, remember, Mitch plays things close to the vest, according to Trump. Listen to his answer here. How long is Senator Romney going to be in the doghouse? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any doghouses here. The most important vote is the next vote. So, do we think that they have doghouses or not in the U.S. Senate? Uh, I. You think Mitch is calling Mitt anytime soon to go, hey, Mitt, love to work with you on this thing? Or do you think Mitt's like waiting yeah. by a phone that so never ran? pretty rang? divided, man. I think, I think uh, he's not going to tar and feather Romney. Publicly. But, right. but I, so the idea of the doghouse is what's going on behind closed doors. And do you think Mitt's taking the lead on anything? You think Mitch is like, hey, look. Something opened up here. Mitt, you in on this? Or you think Mitt's not getting any calls from Mitt? He's not going to be rewarded, I don't think. But, I mean, I think you can count on him to be a good party-line voter going yeah, Time could heal some of right. that wound, right? He's a, he's a functioning member of uh, yeah. of the Senate. I, I, I don't think that there's uh, any rush by McConnell to... To, to, to sort of try to close ranks with him or, or, or bring him back into the fold, he, it, it, people wouldn't expect that. But I go back to what is Romney expecting out of the rest of his time in the Senate? And that's probably just to be considered a statement functioning for his constituency and participating where possible. And he can do that. And, I heard someone say and it the today, Senate though. is supposed to be made up of gentlemen and, and, and gentlewomen, and, you know, and, and, and it's... A, it's I think up until yesterday, like, it's an election year, right? There's a lot of key elections coming up across this country, not just the president, but there's a lot of Senate races, there's a lot of House races, and especially out West, I think Mitt could have been an asset for people both fundraising and campaigning for. There's a Senate race in Colorado that's going to well, be rather actually, maybe you He's useless now. Well, that's true. Nobody's going to want him to do anything. Maybe you answered your own question. Maybe Romney is the anointed Bill Crystal. Uh, you know, uh, Viceroy, you know, he's the one who talks to the never Trumpers and uh, the Kasichs. Okay, but what does that do for anybody? I mean, what audience is there for that? Well, there's I mean, none, none. I, I don't think it hurts. To Maybe be able he's to... what, if, what if he becomes the official emissary to, right. you know, to the to, 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 to the Democrats or, or, or someone who can bridge the gap on certain issues. I, you know, there's a role. There's a role for a guy who the who, role who he's is got <laughs> is in that room right down the hall. It's called the bathroom and it's a toilet roll. No, I think that's I think all Cos he's got. They're I think not Cosmo's right. He's got in some circles Mitt will have Senate elevated credibility because of what he did. This taking this. I mean, think about it. how many times over the next five years are you going to hear? Are they going to be? Uh, you'll see this, that, and the other. Send Romney. Send Romney. Send Romney. That's what's going to happen. Right. He's going to be the so. guy. I don't think no, so. For, for mm -hmm. the stuff that they're like, yeah, whatever. That's a role. It's something. Right. No, he'll at the RNC convention, which Charlie Baker is. I don't nominee, even think he goes. You want Romney there? I don't think Romney even goes to the RNC this year. No, he can't go this year. No way. Okay, well, that's the only one in his tenure, right? 2024 is when he's going to be done. I mean, I guess he could go that year, but. Yeah. 
he he just put himself like on I don't know a, an Alcatraz basically like he's in an island somewhere by himself and no one's like even Chris Coons isn't like hey come here man I want to get a selfie like no one is reaching out to that guy because everyone's scratching their head and in the main reason why so when he gave his speech yesterday I'm like wow he's going to shiv him in the back but okay and then he's going to play the god card which. We've we've all known Romney pretty well and for a long time. And, yeah, Mitt's a Mormon, and Mitt takes his Mormon beliefs and his role in the Mormon church seriously. But I've never heard him use his faith to defend a decision like that in any way like he did yesterday. I mean, he went heavy on God is why I'm doing this. With that said, I... It was one thing to say, I, look, I'm a man of conviction. I'm a man who took an oath under God to do this. This is why I'm voting to convict. But then he split it, and he votes to acquit on the second one. And I'm like, man. But the second one's trash. Okay, but if you're either in or you're out, and he pulled mm. himself, then you got to you, – it's if too clever split, by half. No, if you split it, then you look contemplative. You look like you've – No one likes that person anymore. There's no no – Make up your mind and then own it and live with it. That's the, I always tell this, no matter what you think of Trump, whether you love him or hate him, one thing you got to learn from Trump in 2020 is make up your mind and then stick with it and don't waver. Romney wavered even after he made up his mind because never in the speech did he tell us he was going to half and half it. And it, I, I know with people that I was talking to last night, they were all rolling their eyes at him. You know, how he pinned Pierre Defecto on him, which I think is a pretty mm -hmm. damn good nickname. But nobody, nobody, uh, man, Shattuck getting some important Not me, calls. is it? Nobody Not thinks that what he did there made any sense. Like, everybody said, if you're going to vote against the guy, vote against the guy. But he tried to do a Rubio thing where, but hey... I'm taking it so seriously. I'm going to do yay and then a nay. Right. So I correctly answered before that he was trying to remake his legacy. And I think a part of that as well is that, like Hillary, who still can't stay out of it, Romney lost really in a close race that he was expected to win. At least all the high-minded ideologues uh, said he was going to win. I don't think it had to be a package deal. I think that there's some pretty widespread understanding that that obstructing Congress charges is, 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 is can be easily Again, seen as bogus, right. you know. Bogus. But you're the only one in the entire body that split. Never mind, you're the only one that's ever voted against your own a par a president of your own party. But now he's the only one that's ever split too like that. And why? Because you're trying way too hard. Nobody likes that not, guy. He, Nobody likes the trying I, too hard. He was guy. not. He was. He was. He was making the opposite of a partisan decision. He's like, okay, yes. That's bogus, just like everyone else says. But but what but what the president did was wrong, and it fits the profile of high crimes and misdemeanors, and that's what he said. You know, he laid out. You're right, Cosmo. He laid out the case for obstruction of justice. Uh, unfortunately, he, he you know well, he undergirded it by saying that even though Congress could have called witnesses, the House, the Senate also could have, and you know I think that's where you kind of. But Alexander made the case. Alexander gave the out to everybody, which is that look, I, I, there's some stuff here I don't love. Like Alexander doesn't think it was a perfect phone call, like Trump kept saying. Mm -hmm. But Alexander said it, and I think a lot of people understand this. Yeah, I, I think there was some shenanigans here, but I don't think it was anything where clear near impeachable. And I don't think this rises to the level we got to remove a guy. That's the out for everybody, right? And so, so once Alexander did that, everybody knew where they were. I mean. 
Manchin acted like right up into the end he was angst-ridden over it. But but in the end, McS- uh, McSally, uh, Cinema and Manchin lined up with the Dems. So everybody ran to their corners, everybody except one guy. And so when you're that guy, it should be clearly obvious to people why you're going to be that guy. And no one can make sense of it here because there's no upside to being that guy. And in his speech, he told you, I know there's no upside to being this guy. And he did it anyway. Boy, Susan Collins got right in line, huh? (laughs) Well, again, well, this is the other thing. So Don Jr. tweets out a picture of Romney in jeans and said, of course, because he's a P word. Mm -hmm. So Romney's either a P word or he's a deep man of conviction. There's no other thing that he can be, apparently. Collins, you're mocking Collins, but maybe Collins doesn't think he should be removed for that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. But unless you voted the way that the press wants you, you, you have no conviction. And if you do make it, it's unbelievable the courage you show. So you're either courage or P-word. That's, that's how it breaks well, down, right? Well, uh, how about this? How about he's making, he's playing a long game here where if Trump now you know, takes a bribe from Erdogan to build Trump hotels and he is removed, there's only one clean guy now in the Senate, and that's Romney. You think there's ever a situation where Trump and Romney are shaking hands after a bill signing? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if Trump is hauled off and impeached again for real criminal behavior, then Romney's the only viable Republican in office, really. Not an not an implausible scenario, Thank by you. the way. Uh, hauled hauled off and impeached for real, or, or whatever, or whatever you have to do to get a president out, because impeachment may not be it. Because, like we've talked about. Everybody's lined up, it's, and unless you it, got sixty-seven of them, and you don't, you know. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Hillary Clinton. Yep, Hillary still around. Hillary Clinton said three words today. They weren't lock her up, but she said three words today that I think are gonna get a chuckle out of all of you. We'll go over that when we come back. We'll let you hear it straight from Hillary's mouth when we return. It's VB with the big boys here in RKO now. I want to thank MyPillow and our friends at MyPillow. Why? Because they are sponsoring our coverage up here in Manchester today, tomorrow, next Monday, and Tuesday. By the way, come on down. Hang with us. A lot of people have been stopping by, saying hi, and then they've been going, is that Shattuck? Ooh, a lot of that reaction. Am I right, Shattuck? Uh, Incorrect. (laughs) Well, anyway, while we thank MyPillow for the setup that we got here in Manchester and being partners with us, I want to remind you that with Valentine's Day fast approaching, it's not too late to get your loved one what they really need for Valentine's Day. Good night's sleep. Here's how you can help them get it. Get a set of MyPillow's luxurious Giza sheets. Yep, give them the gift of good night's sleep. And here's the deal. Right now, 
what my pillow's offering is sweeter than candy. They got a buy one, get one free deal. All you got to do is go to mypillow.com or call 1 800 972 2316 and use the code WRKL. By the way, as with all my pillow products, the Giza sheets do come with a 60 day money back guarantee. So if for some reason you don't love the sheets, you can get your money back, but you're going to love these sheets. Make the call today 800 972 2316 or go to mypillow.com and don't forget that code. WRKO. All right, the WRKO box office is now open. Be the seventh caller to 617-931-1680, and you're going to win a pair of tickets to see Rod Stewart with Cheap Trick Sunday, August 9th at the Xfinity Center in Mansfield. For ticket information, visit LiveNation.com right now. Seventh caller, 617-931-1680. And you're going to see Rod the Bod, Cosmo. And Cheap Trick. What a double bill. Which means there's a chance you could see the ambassador of um, New Zealand. uh, To New Zealand, Scott Brown. He has played with Cheap Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick was in Rick Nielsen. Yes, yes. I've seen them in concert three times. i got to tell you, they are unbelievable in concert. Mm. Even now, even today. Best Rod Stewart song. Let's see if either of you get this right. What is Maggie May? Correct. Uh, no. Legs. Ain't Superstitious with Jeff Beck and Rod Stewart is the best Rod Stewart song ever. Joan, you agree with any of those takes? <laughs> I, I don't know. Correct. Uh, like, depends on the mood I'm in. Joan Maggie May's Maggie in, for the a little forever young, maybe, if you're in that what? kind of mood. Yeah, not. it depends on your mood, I'm he, saying. He That's the thing about Rod Stewart. He had a whole... in the 80s. That was, it was over. It's Maggie May is the one. It's about coming of age. Whenever about... I hear Shattuck talk about someone oh, else boy. being a sellout, I just am bemused. I must admit, <laughs> that is a humorous take. Now, uh, I like the early gravelly-voiced Rod Stewart. Correct. With Jeff Beck, so that's my choice. Well, you're Maggie a guitarist. A fine, you're much more of a Jeff Maggie Beck. May, Maggie May's a fine so what song. What am I not a guitarist? It's a fine song, Maggie You're a guitarist? Is that what yes, you I'm just said? Yes, I'm a guitarist. Shaq is it Cosmo 100, is. 100% just... Cosmo yeah, is a legitimate... He got, does play like electric Is he guitar. really? Yeah. Yeah. I got the up and down. I got the up and down. You're Dan a guitarist. They make a strap that big. She clutched her imaginary... She clutched her imaginary pearls because you're a guitarist? That's the reason I favor drummers. How could any stage hold you <laughs> my god well, i you? don't know she was going size there shadow you're now doing that on cosmo so, you, well, you, he's, you, you're talking about me you've added him. to the micro well it's obvious he's not a drummer i mean i think we know why so me? what's going on why am i not a drummer john bonham was a fat <laughs> Can we, I don't think John What's Bonham was here? fat, really. What is happening here? Can we talk about Hillary for a second? Hold on. So, he, and he passed away in 1900. Uh, right. Eight, 80 zero. and zero. 80, 80 and, and zero. Oh, gosh. Here we go. So Hillary. Norman Bellman, Middle East. Uh, rap. John Bonham. These are all places and things that I've been in my life. That, all right? That, I'll bring my seats next I'm time I come. I'm still not really Take sold on the seat. fact that you're a guitarist. I, I mean, Shattuck is no guitarist. I, I don't Cosmo, yes. Shattuck, negative. Now. Yeah, Hillary was that. on with the Ellen. I, I think this is running today, actually, but they've released a, a little clip on it, Cosmo. Ellen apparently asked, and you'll hear it in just a second, but I want, I want you to ponder for just a moment. Ellen asks Hillary about the impeachment vote, and she said she's dismayed that more Republicans didn't vote like Romney did, naturally. There's an indication to you, Mitt, that you did something maybe not awesome when Hillary's singing your praises for doing it. If, as if you needed another warning flag. But 
she she does that thing. Then they do the "Would you ever be president?" thing, and then Ellen asks her something that that she hasn't really been asked. That I think of, but what about vice president? Now, what would Hillary say to that question? We now have our answer. Take a listen. If someone asked you to be a vice president, would you do it? <laughs> uh, well, that's not going to happen. Um, but uh, no, probably you, no. You don't know that's not going to happen. I think I do. Yeah. Really? I think I do. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> All right. But what if they did? Oh, well, look, I never say never because I do okay, believe so in you serving will. my okay. country, but it's so not going to so happen. Will. Never say never. Who, who could possibly ask her to be vice president where she would take it? And also, who in their right mind would ask a Clinton to take a position where their future is dependent on your health? <laughs> who the hell would do that, right? It, 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 it makes it the most dangerous place in America. Right? I, I mean, right. everybody's being taking you in the death pool, right? Like, exactly. Nobody, nobody isn't thinking that, you know, don't buy green bananas when Hillary's your vice president because you may not be around next week when those things are ripened. No, you will, yes, you will have taken your own life uh, at the end of election night. There's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt. There's, uh... But don't you like her, too? But she says, oh, that's not going to happen. She has the good sense to at least know that that isn't going to happen, and she's right on that. But then when she follows up, she does have to say, well, I never say never. Can I say it for her? Never. Never, yeah. Let me tell you something. Bernie Sanders ain't coming through that door, Hillary, okay? Uh, Joe Biden, not coming through that door. Andrew Yang, not coming through that door. Amy Klobuchar, Elizabeth Warren, not coming through that door. No people to judge is not coming through the door to ask Hillary to be his vice president. No, I mean I don't even know where is the constituency for that. I mean, what what does that bring you? You uh, she underachieved exactly where this new nominee will have to overachieve. You know, Trump has run up the score in some of these Rust Belt states. So no, there's way too much. Plus, she's t terrible. I mean, there's so much. It would be that would be highly idiotic. Just look at what she did. Look at her running mate. She didn't even pick a real running mate. You know, she picked essentially scrap paper to be her running mate. Tim Kaine was a bozo, a nobody, and nothing. Okay. When when she could have used a supplemental candidate on that ticket, but no, 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 no. Nobody was getting near. I'll play to the crowd here. The only time I want to hear Hillary and Vice in the same headline, Cosmo, is when the Vice squad is knocking on the door. There you go. I provided my own sound effect there, too. I like it. This table's coming in handy. Uh, all right. Look, we've been, we blathered on all day. We had one more break. I know you guys have been holding very patiently. You want to rip Mitt Romney. We will run through as many of these calls as we can when we come back. It's VB. You're in the middle on RKO. All right. We got to take some calls. I have been absolutely remiss, and I, I could pretend like I didn't screw something up, but Joan is here, and Joan knows that I froze up my computer screen, so I didn't know we had calls. So I apologize to everybody that's on hold that wanted to weigh in to rip Mitt Romney. Let's try and get through as many of these as we can. Ted's in Fort Wayne. Ted, I apologize. You have been super patient. Welcome to WRKO. Oh, thanks, VB. Listen, I think it's real obvious what, what Romney's doing. He is shorting the stock, basically. And he, he's gone down this river way past the point of no return of being a never-Trumper. So his, his only possibility for any kind of future presidential run or, or anything important like that is if, is if Trump stock falls. Well, you know, he's not going to be impeached again. But, you know, who knows? Four years from now, maybe things aren't going so well. 
and that's what he's banking on. That's his only possibility. Now, if Trump's still popular four years from now and, and everything's good, it's still not going to hurt him in Utah. He can be the, the senator from Utah for life because Utah is sort of a never-Trumper state. But if the, if the stock falls, it'll be just it'll be kind of like all those Democrats that voted for war in Iraq. And, you know, and the ones that didn't could kind of point to that saying, hey, I was always against the war in Iraq, yeah, even when everybody correct. was for it. But, Ted, I'll say this for you, uh, or against that, I guess. If you're going to play a long game like that, that's one thing if you're like Pete Buttigieg and you're 38. Romney's 72. He's going to be 76 in 2024. Like, that's young now in politics. Not, well, <laughs> sadly true. But, yeah, no, but I there's... Why? Why is this? By the way, I don't agree with Ted. I don't think Ted said obviously Trump's not going to be impeached again. I absolutely believe that Trump will be impeached in a second term again. Why do people not recognize? If, this? if the Republicans don't take the House, I'm positive he'll be impeached. Why? Uh, absolutely. Why are people not recognizing this for what it is? It is. It is. Josie Wales riding off into the sunset. It is. It's the end. It's goodbye. I know, but what happened to Josie Wales when he rode off in the sunset, Cosmo? They play, They they played Dixie. He just disappeared. He spit on the dog at one point. I think we saw that. <laughs> Boy's going to pull them pistols. Yeah. No, he is absolutely. He is absolutely right. Ted was right on. This is him. Um, you know what's it called? Hedging your bets on two different. Uh, on two different. What is it? You gamble, Cosmo. You know these things. I, 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 I absolutely but, have been accused. Of, I do not gamble. But the smarter play would have been to just go party line and live to fight another day. Instead, now you've got no friends. Yeah, but he can't. He's, he's he's absolutely covering his bets. He's hedging. Correct. I, I get that, but I don't think there's a long-term play. Other than you know what, I'm in the Senate for the next X number of years. I got to get through it without being some kind of a pariah. You know, send Romney. But if there is, if things do change, yeah, he's well Romney. positioned. You know, so yeah, he's that's already true. That's there. That's absolutely true. You, you're right about that. He's the only clean Republican. In the eyes of if Trump is taken out of this thing, exactly. Uh, it's like in the, next, in, you know. in the in the uh, in the in the 80s, you had Metallica, right? And they were kind of an odd band, and then metal uh, died, and then grunge came in, and Metallica was still good because they were always that person. I'm saying it because he's the only Cosmo's the only musician here. I don't play any music, according to uh, Lightning. Well, one of these days, we're going to have to have a guitar off, Cosmo no. and you, because I, I know whose money mine, where my money's going. I, I, I never played real serious gigs at the Middle East. Howie Car Show's coming up next. We will be back tomorrow at noon right here in Manchester at the Doubletree. Come see us. It's VB in the Middle on RKL. VB in the Middle. WRKL. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.